You are listening to the Tri-Quarter Transmissions and Five-Year Mission Episode 16. And now, here are Craig and Jeff. for tuning in to episode 16 of What Are Little Songs Made Of? This week, we're going to be talking about the final track on the year one album, Shore Leave. And here to kick off the conversation is the writer of the song, Mike Rittenhouse. All kinds of thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) At this point in writing the songs, like, okay, so I, I had my first few songs already written when Noah and I started asking the other guys to join and so I had I had The Cage and Enemy Within and Mud's Women which all were I mean they, they were about the episodes but early on I was trying to write my songs to not be so obviously about Star Trek because you know we didn't know for sure exactly what we were going to do but um, then these guys started we had Miri and the Naked Time. Yeah, they, they started submi- the su- submitting their songs. <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, yeah, P- Patrick drops Miri, which is, mentions a bunch of characters, and it's like <laughs> obviously about that episode. And then, and, and Chris puts, gives us uh, Naked Time and like mentions Vulcans and. <laughs> And you know that suddenly, hey, Kirk, you should have put down some ground rules. <laughs> Kirk, 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 Kirk and Kirk and Spock start showing up, and then like every song's lyrics. And so, so I'm like, well, all right, I guess we're doing it. So then I wrote "Shore Leave," and uh, and I'm I'm watching the episode. What we call the synopsis. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm watching the episode, and I'm like, what am I going to write this song about from this episode? Because it's like so much stuff happens in that episode, and there's really not one really, really like defining scene or character in the episode. So I decided to just write the entire episode as one song and just tell the entire story. And uh, like, as if you're watching it and telling a blind blind yeah. person next to you what's right. happening on the screen. And that's that's how how it came to be. Um, the first demo that I recorded for Shore Leave mm-hmm. was over eight minutes long, and it was also kind of <laughs> oh, it was also like, yeah. a, like a like a punk yeah, rock it song. Fast. Yes, four it, it was actually it was actually faster. Lots, Lots extra faster. verses. Uh, and, uh, yeah. There was some TNG, TNG references. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I put all kinds of stuff in there. Um, and 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 it didn't rhyme hardly either. Like, <laughs> yeah, ever. Uh, th- there were like maybe two or three lines that rhymed, but the rest of the song, it was I just basically was describing what was on screen and how I felt about it and what it made me think of. And so like the it first was a disaster. and 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 the verses the, the verses weren't even they weren't even like you know mo- most of the time you think of a song like as a as a musician it's like in fours. 
So, like, you know, a normal song would have, like, four lines in a verse. Well, in the, the first version of Shore Leave, it was, like, the first verse had five lines, and the second verse had six lines, and the third one had, like, nine. It was just, like, random. We're complimenting it by considering it a song. <laughs> and... Yeah, and uh, as Andy mentioned earlier, uh, th- I put in an entire verse where, like, it's like you hit pause on the episode, and you're like, I don't know what's going on here, <laughs> or whatever. We're talking about rising. Yeah, and the verse was, uh, um, I mentioned, I don't know why they didn't just go to Ryza, since it's obviously... Uh, exists in this timeline because they went to it in Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> and and then I say, uh, and then I go off on this tangent about Ryza and Captain's Holiday with Picard, and like this is a whole verse. <laughs> has nothing to do with Shore Leave. It's all about these other Star Trek shows. <laughs> and uh, and so then I finish, uh, you know, I get to the end of, of, of that version of Shore Leave, and, uh, and I, I decide, you know, I'm like, well, this is all obviously about Star Trek, so I'm just gonna put a little intro on the song. <laughs> and and, and the, the intro was actually a joke just for these guys. Uh, I recorded it for the demo, and I just played this little thing on guitar and, and said, "By now, you figured out that these songs are all about Star Trek." You know, I thought they would be like, "That's gotta go. That's that's dumb." <laughs> we were like, well, "That's keep the best that. part of the song." <laughs> and, and you know, it was just a joke. And and then uh, the other thing I did was I took the theme song from the original series and played just the part, this just music, and not the part with where Kirk talks, and and I uh, re- and I recorded myself saying uh, next time on five year mission, yeah. and then I named off all the episodes that are going to be on year two. And I thought, you know, also that would be something that they would say was ridiculous and wanted to. to <laughs> and now it's my job. My, Mike was <laughs> like everything but the hoping song. that we would get to make more Star Trek music, but he was going to throw everything in he possibly could into this song just in case it didn't happen. So, yeah, uh, Shore Leave was vastly different uh, than what's on the album, but a, a, a large majority of it is, is still there. So I send out this demo to these guys, and it's like eight and a half minutes long, and it has all this other crap in it. <laughs> well, I don't think – I mean, we liked it. I think originally yeah. we were like, this is odd, but it's kind of cool. We kind of like where he's going with it. Yeah. But some it of this has got to go. It just wasn't quite <laughs> yeah, done. Yeah. Well, we talked about the, the extra – like the, <clears throat> the other Star Trek series stuff, and it f- – extensively yeah. Yeah, because that, we weren't sure that was another one of those controversies yeah. where we were like yeah. can we mention this or not because you we? wanted to do it and I remember I was a strong opponent to that Yeah, and I think ultimately we were just like okay we're doing original series let's keep it to original series and that's oh, that was okay it. Mr. Khan <laughs> and Space Seed hey, that was his doing that was Andy yeah. so um, so these guys they, they kind of liked the song but uh there was obviously some revisions that needed to be made, so I went back and regrouped and you changed. Must have rhyming a lot too. Yeah, I, yeah, I, well, yeah. It, it all rhymes now. Yeah. So, but yeah. how, how did it turn into a, a like a? Uh, we were dance, practicing. Like practicing dance. It. We were yeah, we were just like messing around. Yeah, because I yeah. So we we were practicing, <clears throat> and uh, and and the song like we said was faster, and it just wasn't really gelling. And and this is another song that's a good example of us goofing around. Andy started playing this like disco sounding beat, and 
and we were just messing around and it was in the middle of working on this song and I started playing the chords to it and um, it just kind of turned into the chorus how the how the chorus sounds now on the album which is much slower than the chorus was on my demo yeah and we, we played through it a couple times and, and I was like I really like that and then the song kind of developed from there and became much not a lot slower but definitely like dancier and yeah. not really like punk rock kind of like it was right more listener friendly yes <laughs> we, we did a lot of post-production on yeah, yeah and, and and from from that point all the other aspects of it really developed like all the little electronic sounds and and we, we even this was the first song where we used uh i mean andy recorded a drum track but we also used a drum machine yeah and so you hear both of those in the mix um and there's just various little things like that that really uh did vocal augmentation yeah <laughs> yeah yes yeah. to make it different uh i was concerned that the track might be too synthy and i still wanted it to sound like a band so i came up with some guitar lines that i thought would give it a little extra oomph mm -hmm. and i w went specifically for kind of a slightly discordant xtc mm -hmm. early xtc vibe because mm -hmm. uh, they used a lot of disco beats in a lot of their early songs and they had but they also had that kind of it would be kind of almost semi-discordant, but then it would go into a chorus that was really memorable and tuneful. And I don't—I was—I always thought that was miraculous how well they pulled that off. And so I tried to put that into this song. I thought it worked well for it. As far as the as the lyrics do go, um, I wanted since I was going with that concept. I mean, I, I figured it was already kind of a joke song anyway, and the episode was really silly. So I tried to make the lyrics as fun and silly as I could. So I slipped in a lot of little jokes and things like uh, I slipped in the uh, like McCoy's catchphrases. Like yeah, I'm yeah. a doctor, not a shish kebab. And yeah, he's, he, dead, he, he's dead, Jim. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, I also made reference to the fact that Angela Martini mm -hmm. <laughs> is, is in this episode. Right. However, mm -hmm. she died in Balance of Terror, which was the no, episode. Her husband, husband, husband died. Her, her, but she was. Oh, right, 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 right. Her husband her, died. She was that's, with some other guy. That, that, right, that's right. that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, she, she she was in this episode and all cheery and bubbly, and she's flirting with this guy. And it's only a week ago her fiance <laughs> yeah. was dying, and so I I made reference to that, and I, I just tried to put in as much I, jokes and fun stuff as I could. I liked how you had sort of little references to the other song so it was kind of like summarizing the rest of the album yeah. a little bit yeah that worked well as sort of a send-off my my favorite line in this is not because it makes reference to anything but because it's totally mike and it's some dude walks out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, proceeds uh, well, to explain what it's all about i'm like only mike could have written that, that sounds like when you're in that moment in the episode like who, who the heck is this guy? Some some random guy just like walks out with this grin on his face. I He's like, it, that was priceless. Classic Rittenhouse. Yeah, classic Rittenhouse. Nice. I, I like the call outs to, to Man Trap and the uh, the salt vampire reference and the the Venus drug for Mud's women. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, that that's I, I, like Patrick said, like I wanted to reference several other songs on the album since it was the last song. And it kind of also played it well with the with the intro yeah, we did that again in year three when we did uh, or year two yeah. with uh yeah, yeah uh the yep. the intro adonius, adonius. Yeah. 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 yeah um 
So uh, the, another little happy accident on this song is uh, we were uh, I was playing around with Star Trek sound effects because we were early on in the, in the recording process. We Noah and I talked about working sounds from the show into the songs, and so I downloaded like all of these sound effects from the show, and there were like transporter sounds and phasers and all kinds of things. <laughs> and what one of the sound effects was, uh, was it was just like bridge sounds was like all that it was called. And it had all these like the background noises and some other things. But then right in the middle of it were these random like toggle switches and, and like beeps of like sounds that like, you know, Sulu would make at the helm. And it, almost matched up perfectly with the chords in the chorus on shore leave so i actually took those out of that and put them in uh melodyne and bent the notes so that they would be perfectly in pitch with the song (laughs) and then uh put it just dropped it in over the chorus and i i i felt like when that when i did that it made the entire song come to life <laughs> like it was you know the song was pretty good until then but then when i heard it with those beeps in there i like i got like chills listening to it like <laughs> they're like that's awesome were they multiplying again they multiply <laughs> this isn't tribbles <laughs> this uh that's a this, grease reference isn't it yes yes this is probably one of our most requested songs yeah and, and the probably most difficult to pull least on. fulfilled requested <laughs> songs, because uh, it is, it, I, we always struggle because like it, it lacks, without all that backing stuff that we put on it. <clears> the it drum just, machine, the, the drum beeps, machine, everything. the beeps, the keyboards being kind of different than what we can pull off live. Multiple layers of vocals. <laughs> multiple layers of vocals. Like, it just loses. Mike singing on key. Yeah, Mike <laughs> it, it loses a lot in, in the live, at least in the, the current version that we've we've played live. And so we always, I think we always just want it to be more and, and to be better than it is. And we... We've talked about... We talked about, oh, we'll, we do it live. we'll fix yeah. it and we'll change it and we'll do it and then we get busy and then we don't. Just like, for, for the record... I am always happy to do short. <laughs> yeah. I am as well. I think it's, it's yeah. certainly my favorite song of yours on the first album. But then there's three of us who think it needs some improvement. It needs something. It needs some I would things. love to try to do it. Do it with the drum machine and me wearing headphones again. Yeah. I, I yeah. just it's, I'm I'm on keys on that song, and so I can't I can't pull off. You know, we we tried to do um, some sequencing kind of stuff. And it's just too hard to keep, just to make it work live. Um, you know, Andy's got to wear headphones for that, and it's hard. It's hard for him that to means hear you it. You have to have sound guys who know <laughs> yeah, what you're doing. Yeah, you got to be right on top oh, of it. Yeah. So it's it's really it's really difficult to do that kind of thing. So I just kind of you know make noises, and it's just <laughs> you know for me I, it would it's not as much fun as if we you know had a way to do it that. We could really integrate everybody properly. So um, the original demo, uh, the punk version, it just kind of ended abruptly yes. uh, after the last chorus. You know, it was just like a like a punk ending. And then when we were reco- recording this version, the idea was that it would just fade out with one bit of time. Well, As with, I say yawning. with the uh, with the the last at the end of that last chorus, it would just kind of fade out. And um, I, as we were mixing and trying to figure out how to end the song and where to end it, 
all the we we all just kind of dropped out of the song in random places because originally we were just gonna fade it out, so there was really no right. ending. And uh, and the more that I heard that just odd ending where like, where nobody like everyone just keeps going and then like just ends wherever they feel like it and, <laughs> and like Chris played the longest like he recorded two different key parts and you can hear them like long after everyone else is done I like that so much that I just left it instead of fading anything out or 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 cutting it off somewhere and I, I think that it it's just a fun weird ending to the album and to a silly song so can you talk a little bit about the acoustic video you guys filmed at the comic book store? I couldn't open my mouth because I had oh, yeah. surgery <laughs> like a day before we did that. That's right. I forgot we did that. We did that song. Let's 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 record uh, an acoustic version of one of Mike's hardest to sing songs. <laughs> And, le- yeah, and, and, and let's let's surgery. do it when he can't yeah, open, he can't his, open mouth. his mouth. <laughs> And that that was from our first Kickstarter. Uh, that was one of the rewards somebody yeah. had. Um, uh, actually, it was designed to have uh, twelve people bid on it, and then we would each person would pick a group of four songs, and we would take everything and just create uh, this recording out of all the, all the suggestions we had. But only one person actually actually bid on that reward, so or uh, donated to that. So. We ended up just having we were gonna do it just do a few songs you know four songs for him but when ultimately we decided just to go ahead and do the twelve songs because we were going to anyway okay. and that was one of the ones he chose so it would not conventionally be one w- that we would do acoustic and I think that's kind of one of the reasons why he chose it but I think we I think <laughs> yeah. uh, it it pulled we pulled it off pretty well yeah. it worked fine yeah. yeah I think it works well it's sort of a, a sing a campfire sing along yeah sort of yeah. Thing. yeah. If you, I mean, if you can't do the full production, right. then strip, strip it way it down, down yeah. to a campfire. Well, and I think we kind of had fun with it, too, when yeah. we did yeah. it. So it's that's... Uh, you you guys did. Important. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we were like... Mike, we had oh, fun oh, oh, wait, around and not around. only this one, but let's also play Mike's other hardest to sing song, Cat's Paw. Cat's Paw. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 That's for another day. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, any final thoughts on Shore Leave? No. Yes, on the episode Damn. itself... Going back Stop. to our top ten list. Nice. <laughs> oh, brother. Yum and Barrow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe number three for me. Yeah. Maybe number three. I've already established the first two. and, and oh, She was the one with bones, right? She's she's number three. She's yeah. the one that gets her dress ripped. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay. Which might help get her to it gets three, attacked you know? by the Dawn ones. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> but where does Ruth fall in the top ten? She, I don't think she's in the top ten, yeah, honestly. I, yeah, honestly... Maybe maybe if they bathed her, got rid of all that makeup. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very complicated process. It's, yeah. it's not something we can just make a decision it's, over, you know, as a final thought, you know. But back to, back to the episode. <laughs> it's, it's a. I think that um, given what how bonkers the episode is, I think Mike did a really good job just translating it and making it into a, in, into something that uh, people really seem to love. Mm-hmm. I, I wish we could play more often. <laughs> where, where does the rabbit fall on the list, Noah? <laughs> and we're Four. out. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. <laughs> and that closes out our coverage of the year one album. 
Thanks to all the guys from Five Year Mission for sitting in for all of these tracks. It's been an absolute blast, and we look forward to the beginning of our coverage of Year 2 coming up in September. But keep an eye out for some postings from our upcoming convention where we're going to be getting together with the guys and talking some Trek while we're out in Las Vegas. So we'll see you all in the near future. Now.